Yo, what up? It's Voice Phil up on the track, and you know, we just keep talking about it. We keep talking about it, talking about it. So I figured, you know what? Let's fucking talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. We're talking about it. Strap it, because we're talking about it. Looky, 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 what did we just top deck? Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. Put the best card in our hand, exile a fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in, let's talk about the bands. Watsy, 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 let us have a little chat. I got an offer, you can't refuse to treasures off the stack. But seriously consider it and open up the shed. You whip out the band hammer, I will quip a Twitter thread. Expressive iteration gone, what's gonna happen now? Same story as Dreadheart Arcanist, Oko Thief of Crowns. Same thing as Treasure Cruise, Larissa the Dream Den, Deathrite Shaman, Ren and Six. Why we keep pretending? Oro lays in wait just to bring upon his wrath. There's a saga building constructs power level, different class. To bury you know I set, draw engines and log pieces. How the fuck am I the only player who seems See this. The problem is systemic, it goes back to Innistrad. Cheap threats, days, wasteland. That's the problem, child. The cards I said before, they've all been in Delver. But forcing down with Uro and Sagavan, remember? Burked out on the block? Fucking see what happens. The best echo just adopt the next new best plan of action. I don't have all the answers, but what we're doing, it ain't working. Can we all at least agree to have a future that's uncertain? Try a sample platter of the format up on Moto, where a different card is banned to collect data to look over. You don't even have to share it. Transparency is so hard, but maybe your next band announcement will hit the correct card. Oh, fuck, man. I don't. I just don't know. Fuck it. Just hit the hook, bro. Just hit the hook. What it do? Look at, look at, look at what it. We just top deck. Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. With the best card in our hand, exile the fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in. Let's talk about the band. Look at, look at, look at what it. We just top deck. Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. With the best card in our hand, exile the fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in. Let's talk about the band. Hello and welcome to Eternal Doodles. I'm your host Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Buckman. Phil, how's it going, man? Yo, what's up, dude? We're gonna talk about uh, I don't know. We're gonna talk about pets. Pets today. Talk about yeah. Let's talk about pets. pets. Let me turn my lights on. Jeez, like a daggone amateur over here. Bro, you're just being an amateur over there while I'm trying to talk about pets. Yeah, man. Pets. Shop smart. Shop pet smart. Honestly, the so today we're gonna talk about Displacer Kitten and Pet Smart is what that deck should be called because <laughs> it's got a pet and everybody thinks it makes them feel smart to do to go off with a card that does everything for free. Yeah, uh, I mean, combo decks will combo. Combo decks be comboing. Do, do, do you want to, you, you know, get any uh, housekeeping out of the way before we we dive into talking about this card? Uh, yeah, let's get some housekeeping Your boy, your boy got way. things to say. Your yeah, boy got things some, to say about it. Let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, yeah. We should start by thanking all of our uh, Patreon members. Uh, if you are we a uh, Patreon member, you members are loved. Are so Thank attractive. You. Um, beyond that, uh, if you're interested in joining our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. We had two new patrons. Uh, one of them asked to not be named uh, this week, wow. so I will keep keep that mysterious. But uh, still much appreciated. I'm not, uh, you know, no, no one's mad about that. If you're uh, interested in this sort of content, legacy Magic the Gathering content, don't forget to like and subscribe and comment. Tell me what deck you play. Tell us what deck you play. You can com- you can rage for them if you don't have anything that you actually want to say. If you do have things you actually want to say, we're gonna we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll respond to the, those comments. 
but we yeah, even, we even if you're just like all the comments even if you're just like phil's kind of doofy looking get him that get him out of here get him off the screen like yeah. that works too like literally <laughs> and literally words doesn't matter what they are i think that's it hey let's talk about moxfield while we're while while we're doing all this Bro, housekeeping right have you heard of have you heard of moxfield i've been using moxfield like a wow. moat you know yeah dude especially after our edh episode last week yeah i i actually built like three or four more new decks uh Bro. which are all like look at this here's one here's one here's one here's one guys guys Here's one. Zach's at at the point of his EDH deck building. He he can just like reach anywhere in a room and like just lift up any, lift up anything and there's a deck behind it and he can be like, oh, perfect. I can play. I mean, if we look up here, oh my God. We're going to go on a journey. Like 20. Went on a journey there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I love brewing and I don't get to do it as often uh, in the more solved formats. Uh, So that's why I find EDH to be kind of fun. Bro, just reach, grab your loot tree and then you can EDH deck build directly into legacy my guy moxfield what is moxfield moxfield is a a website where you can do deck building right on the website there uh you don't need an app it works with your uh regular works with your iphone works with your android uh works with your mac it works with your pc it is a one-stop place to go uh to uh build and share deck lists uh, not to mention, there's a lot of great social features on that. You can see how many people have viewed your deck and stuff like that too. Comments. You can write pr- uh, a primer for your deck so that people can look at it and be like, "Well, what is this even doing?" And you're like, That's "Oh, this part. is pre-modern Doomsday. I win by looping Ebony Charm a thousand times." You know, that's really cool. So you Elegant. can basically get get your get your blog on, right? Yeah. Uh, and blog and out. we all we all know that I'm a I'm a big blog fan. Moxfield.com, check it out. All right, bro. True or false? Before we uh, dive into the rest of it, should Atogs come back? Like, is Modern Horizons three gonna have a one mana broken Atog? One mana Atog. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, are we gonna have like know, the, rag- the, the the new Atog, like the the Ragavan that's an Atog, right? Atog. What 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 would you even call that? A Togavan. Unatog. A tog of Yeah. Ragatog. 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 Foratog. Busted. Foratog. I have Bro, a, we... uh, I have a tog EDH deck somewhere. There you it's go. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> I'm kind of annoyed that we haven't gotten Sensei of the, uh, Magus of the Sensei's top yet. You know, we were just in Kamigawa. How do we not get Magus of the Sensei top in the command product? You would think, right? You would yeah. think. One, it's so mana, one blue mana for Mag- Magus of the Sensei's top? Yeah, it's exactly Sensei's top, except it's, it's one blue haste. mana, which means that it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's exposed to creature removal. Like, it yeah. would be great. I would it has haste, it probably... and you can tap it to... Uh, it's an 0-1. You can tap it, of, you can tap you it to draw a card, it. but... You can also sync the mana immediately to rearrange the top cards. Like that's pretty hot. Yeah, pretty I, hot. I like it. I think that I it think that's that's a great design. Phil, Watsi should hire you for this. See, you know, everybody who's like who has ever been like, man, I really wish I could work for Watsi. I imagine that a lot of the time it would be a don't meet your hero situation. Your 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 relationship to the game would definitely change because they aren't testing for legacy. Yeah, this is anyway. True. This is true. Let's talk about the kitten. Displacer kitten, commander product. Obviously, not thinking about legacy in mind, but it has a busted effect. It's four mana, two, two. Everybody knows what it does at this point. It's been putting up a lot of results. Whenever you cast a non creature spell, flicker a permanent you control, and it comes back immediately. So people yep. have been breaking it with Karn. They've been breaking it more so with the War of the Spark walkers with Teferi and Narset. Just going to uh, draw all the cards. Draw the cards, rattling through what the combo is. I mean, everywhere. It's literally been talked about everywhere, uh, but the Karn combo is. Uh, if you have a Karn and a cat plus any non-creature spell at all, it's a kill. Karn can go get LED, cast the LED, flicker the Karn, crack the LED, make some mana, get with the new Karn, a 
the Tormod's Crypt, play the Tormod's Crypt, flicker the Karn, sack the Crypt targeting yourself, which will exile the Crypt in the LED. And then you can continue that loop because Karn has the dumb claws on it that says you can get cards from exile, exile. and yeah, or yeah, your... Course. Yeah, yeah, obviously, because that, that text needed to be there. So that's an instant kill. It, you, you just make infinite mana and then you either lock them out with Lattice or you get an infinite walking ballista. You and cast you go Fireball. Hand. Cast a big old fat <laughs> Fireball. But then the more common thing that we've been seeing with it is uh, it combos with Teferi and Narset to just bury your opponent in card advantage or with a zero mana artifact like Engineered Explosives or Mistress Bobble. If you have the cat and a Teferi, the Teferi picks up the zero mana artifact. You replay the zero mana artifact, flicking the Teferi. Teferi rebounces the zero mana artifact. You do this ad nauseum until you pick up as many cards as you want out of your deck, which means that you uh, either get to sculpt your perfect seven or you can go off with like a mentor making a bunch of tokens and then passing with like mono counter spells in hand or whatever. It's just another incidental I win button in your otherwise mid-range prison control deck. Oh, so, do you have a do you have a pet cat? I have two pet cats, yeah. I, yeah, I heard cat in the background. I was yeah. like, are you making it's, that sound? It's flavorful. I invited them <laughs> on the cast today to talk about it. Awesome. So I think the one thing that we've been like that has happened is that the, there is a lot of explosiveness with kitten in the kitten decks. And I feel like a lot of the conversations that I've been having recently are about how good the kitten is. And I think that the kitten is just a flashy thing that's actually stealing from what the powerful stuff is. I look at kitten the same way I look at days undoing. Days undoing the card itself is only good when it's paired with Narset or if it's paired with uh, Whole Breacher or if you're flashing it on your opponent's end step, getting some kind of value. Uh, off of uh, Teferi's plus one. Yeah. But otherwise, the card by itself, naked, is not good, right? Like, you're not putting it in your deck unless you're trying to combo it with Narset. It's the same thing, really, I think, with Cat. The Cat isn't good by itself. You need the other thing to pair it with, but it's only really getting those big flashy moments that are catching Legacy by Storm when it's paired with one of the Prison Walkers in Teferi and Narset, which, I mean, yeah, those the, that, the combination of Teferi and Narset are already... A pillar of the format and they're going to stay that way for a long time i think it is kind of crazy that there's the the calling for like expressive iteration get banned because of it's uh how close it is to dig through time or like how close the play patterns are to dig through time yep. versus narset which is literally over two turns of dig through time plus the static yeah lock plus effect. abilities yeah plus the ability so I, I, I'm not here to put the kibosh on, on the cat. Like, obviously, the cat is going to be as powerful as the things that are put around it are. And the fact that it can it triggers off of any non-creature spell, including zero mana artifacts and stuff like days, means that you can protect it fairly easy. And if it comes down with one of those walkers, you're likely to win the game. I don't think that that's the cat power level. I think that that's the abuse of how egregious the designs of Teferi and Narset are. So... I, I, I implore the, the legacy community as we continue exploring the kind of cat decks that we can go into. I don't want people to start building decks with the cat and then recognize that those brews aren't working and going, what's going on? Why is the cat so powerful except in these other shells that we're exploring? And I think it's because the cat is supplementary to the inherent power level that is the broken design of those War of the Spark Planeswalkers. Similar to how Days Undoing is an insane card when it goes off in tandem with one of the combo pieces, it's similar with Cat. That's really all I have to say about it, primarily, other than like getting into specific deck lists. But Teferi and Narset are the powerful thing to be doing. Cat is just supplementary to that. You're already, if you have a Teferi or a Narset on the table already, you are well ahead in that game. Like the static effects are already gonna be pretty powerful. Going long, the Teferi and Narset shell are going to get more and more of those kinds of toys that just naturally combo with their static abilities uh, or any of their abilities anyway, because they're draw, they're card draw engines plus prison pieces. And I think the combination of all those things condensed onto such like powerful, difficult to interact with game pieces is going to just be primed for 
more things like cat to be printed in the future. And then we're going to see new combos. So first is days I'm doing, then it's cat, then it will be the next thing. But the thing is that the next thing is just the same as those other ones. The power is in the pillar. You know, it's like if we get a busted one in an artifact that all of a sudden is crazy because Urza Saga can tutor it up on counterable. Well, it's like, yeah, that artifact is good, but it's really Urza Saga that's doing the work. You know what I mean? And I think it's the same thing with these War of the Spark Walkers. As, as you lose to Cat, recognize that when you're trying to beat the Cat decks, stopping the Cat isn't really the thing that matters. It's stopping the Walkers because the Walkers are what are enabling the Cat to actually be a playable card. Turns out Red Elemental Blast deals with all of them. You know, I actually, I've, I've, I've been trying <laughs> to think Good thing we're playing how, six of them in every deck. You know, I, I don't feel as bad about the six pyroblasts as i do when the decks can start adapting to the fact that there are six pyroblasts mm -hmm. whether that's combating it with their own hydroblasts or combating it with like playing more fluster playing storms not blue just like <laughs> essentially when the shift when, when the shift of like oh if there's six pyroblasts and they hit every card in my deck i will just play to beat those i'll play the answers that beats the answers yeah. because when i can deal with the answer i win the game because these cards are so stupidly powerful so it's like eventually we'll get to the point where six people can get punished for playing six blasts we'll, we'll we will get there soon right people have to deal with that because if they didn't then we would have more calls for like banning all of that shit you know like we need to ban the shit that's causing us to play six red blasts at the same I time keep i keep calling like, for it but nobody's listening the idea of calling for for I, I mean, I, I made a whole rap about it at this point, but like, I think calling for bans of one card, we talked about it last time. I think calling for one card ban or just the cards out of Delver, it's not going to be enough. You know, like the, the, the pillars of the format are what they are. They're all egregious design uh, mistakes from the past couple of years. And that's just going to continue to be the case if you go one at a time. Like yeah. the format, we need a huge overhaul or we kind of just need to accept that the power level of the most powerful cards is so much farther, far and away heavier than like the rest of the format you know yeah. and it's like that's part of power creep so it's like you either can get rid of the majority of the power creep in what in such a way that it's not you know inherently like inherently close to one certain kind of deck which is like blue cantrip decks or you just accept that the power level is is spread out across like cantrip shells and then you have urza saga that's like competing with cantrip shells that makes sense anyway it is all to say that like teferi and narset are going to continue to make a bunch of other cards that wouldn't otherwise be broken in like high percentage meaningful ways if teferi and narset didn't exist but karn did and the cat was just another version of like karn echoes where it's just another easy kill when you combine two four drops it's like okay your deck is dedicated to putting two four drops together like i guess if you assemble eight mana worth of cards that are both four drops it's a reasonable thing that you would win the game there are there are cheaper ways to combo with two cards even if one of them is inherently very powerful every single deck with teferi and narset in it is classified as a control deck or a mid-range deck. And it's not. It's a prison deck. Teferi and Narset are prison cards. Yeah. They're not control cards. They're prison cards. They tell you that they say your opponent can't do things. It's similar to Trinisphere. You're similar, playing stasis. You're literally saying your opponent <laughs> can't do things. Like Teferi removes the ability to use the stack. Narset removes the ability to use any of your card draw effects. Like these are prison pieces. They're not like they may have controlling elements to them. Like they are draw engines for for a dumb reason. I mean, in some in some cases, cards. you might as well have a chalice on one out that only affects your opponent. You know, like they're asymmetric prison yeah. pieces. Yeah. As people like as we play these decks, and you're like, okay, I need to figure out how to combat control. It's like you may want to look at how you combat prison because the mm -hmm. same ways that you combat three drop haymaker prison style cards between like Trinisphere or like yeah the Stompy decks, you might want to try and tackle the same way. With the Teferi Narset decks, the difference is that Teferi and Narset are backed by Force of Will. And a lot of the times, if they slam a Haymaker, 
It'll be similar to like if Red Prison slams a, a Trinisphere and then when you try and counter it on the stack, go Simeon Spirit Guide Pyroblast you. There's going to be times like that where it's all rolled up. But the deck isn't playing, like the, the Teferi Narset decks are not playing positionally. They're playing Haymakers. No, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there isn't, there isn't it's, like. It's almost me, like blue tap out control back in the day. Like they're slamming something and it's like, do you have it or no? Yeah. And I think honestly, that's the correct way to be building Teferi and Narset decks. Like those cards are powerful enough that if they stick, it is so difficult to get them off the board unless you're playing like goblins or something that doesn't care about the static abilities yeah. that the, like the best way to actually play it is in that type of, of, of haymaker style where I'm just going to slam all of them. It totally makes sense that Savine's reclamation is the, 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 the next step up after you've played all eight walkers, right? Eight walkers plus one to two Savine's reclamation because you're just going to slam. And if they have yeah. the answer, you're going to slam again and you're just going to keep slamming until you win the game off of them. And I think that's the correct way to build with those cards because they don't, at three mana, they don't really allow for any maneuvering. You know, it's really hard to be like, how do I want to play my sorcery speed three drop? You just kind of throw it into the onto the battlefield and if it sticks, it's going to win you the game, you know? It's so, like they say, come on and slam and welcome to the jam. Welcome to the jam. I think that right? that's, the way, that, that's the way to approach these decks. They are prison decks. And trying to approach them as though you're combating control, you're just gonna you you will get punished by doing that. Like those cards are, are very good at beating up control, as most prison decks are. So either you lean, you either move really farther away and you play something like humans or uh, go wide strategies that can deal with or that don't really care about the static abilities on the walkers, or you really have to think about your sideboard plan and how you're gonna combat these decks. Now that there are multiple I win buttons in combination with them. The same way that Karn plus mana is the auto win condition with Lattice. It's just I win buttons built, like inherently built in between Days Undoing and Cat. They just have I, auto I win buttons. That means that they don't have to hold, they don't have to keep you locked out forever. They just need to keep you locked out long enough until they get to their I win button. It's a really powerful, potent combination for the players that are doing that. And I don't think that trying to beat them on the stack is going to be good enough. Because all of those decks that are playing Teferi and Narset, the power level is so condensed into those cards. They take up so few slots in their deck that they can just play those and then stuff to protect the queen on those things. And those things will just win the game for them by themselves. Between Teferi and Narset and Cat, it's 11 slots. The eight walkers and maybe three three cats. The rest of the deck is just stuff to protect those things, to protect the walkers. That's it. Like... If you have 20 lands, if you're buying 20 lands in your deck and 11 spells, you can just dedicate the rest of your deck to protecting those 11 spells and that's it. You're good. You're good. It's so condensed. It's so tight. And I think trying to beat them on the stack isn't good enough. Their entire deck is meant to protect those things that are going to lock your shit out. So I'm, re- I'm, I'm now just being, I'm reiterating myself over and over yeah. here now. But that, that, the, the point I want to make is these Jeskai mid-range, Jeskai control decks, they're not, mid, they're not mid-range, they're not control, they're prison. Plan accordingly. Phil, Phil, here's a question for you. Uh, since we, you know we we can go on talking about uh, uh, the combo uh, all day long, but I think I think people get the point. Have you looked at any of the secret layer stuff? Like the we should be getting the uh, Street Fighter stuff soon. Is any of that stuff worth looking at? Yeah, I thought the Street Fighter or secret layer already came out. Did it not? It's it, is it out? Is it already out? I think it's already out, probably. But no, the competitive wise, there's nothing. There's nothing in those sets to be looking at. The carpet of flowers reprint. Let me tell you about a card called carpet of flowers. Carpet of flowers is pretty powerful. I can I yes. can tell you that. So when that secret layer comes out, yes, there is going to be a secret layer for the 30th anniversary that they haven't announced yet. Yeah, that I think will be pretty interesting. If dual they give us, yeah, if they're just like, <laughs> hey, here's reserve dual lands. Maybe in that regard, 
they also I what's mean the, they've also what's the biggest IP that, um, that they could combine with that they could like leverage their IPness to be like you're just gonna reprint stuff off the reserve list for us like what Star Wars Star Wars would be big I guess Disney? Harry Potter would be big Disney Disney would be yeah they've already kind of reached into Disney here's the Magic right? Kingdom like castle it's gonna be a volcanic into, island yeah they've reached into those tropes they could go there they have said for all the secret layers though and, and is it for all the secret layers that at at the very least that they would reprint in magic ip functional reprints of yes. the cards that are yeah. in secret layers for yeah minus, so, like, so minus uh the walking dead everything else will eventually see a magic yes. card and and i've i think i've gotten one or two of those in the um from the stranger things one i've gotten like you know versions of those cards which are like okay they're fine they make a fine like commander card piece or whatever like i don't know i haven't really I, you know, I didn't see any of those that looked like they were playable outside of Commander, so I didn't really take too much note of them. I'm trying to look at the past, so like the past sales, like I haven't gotten anything since. Apparently, like if I, I don't know if you're right, and the Street Fighter ones are out. I ordered those. I haven't gotten them yet, so uh, we'll see. But we'll check them. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I the only secret layers that I've ever gotten were very early on when secret layers first yeah. started. I got the Bitter Blossoms. Because yeah, same. The, yeah. At the at the time, the bitter blossoms, bitter blossoms was like secret layers. Yeah, it was just cheaper to buy the secret layers than to buy bitter blossoms. And Indeed. so I was like, all right, I'll I'll get the secret layer of bitter blossoms. But that yeah. was also before we understood that secret layers were just going to be like constant. You know, yeah. it was yeah, like one of the first like secret that, layers. Yeah, that, I was like, okay, cool. I'll pick those up. I've picked up uh, that. I, I picked up that, and then I picked up the um, the new one that has like. Uh, what Volcan Baga Baga? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's in that. I forget. And then uh, Kellogg's Loops. Yep. There's the, the, all, all the artist spotlight stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that stuff looked interesting to me. I guess the that's the one with Berserk. I wanted to foil Berserk. That Berserk art is really nice. It's cool. Uh, I don't yeah. know if, if if you could pull it up on the screen here. It's a yeah. The Berserk the Berserk Ooh. artwork is really good, and it's also nice because like Berserk has seen some splash in other decks outside of Infect too. Yeah, uh, I, I know you've played Berserk and Shadow before. Yeah, I and I still really, do. It's really good. I yeah. mean, the 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 real value because I only like try and buy the ones that have some amount of value to them, like that are over the thirty dollar asking price. Even though all of them, honestly, like you can't go wrong. They're gonna all pop up above that for the most part. It's it always happens. But I'm just not into spending like three hundred dollars every every month on Magic cards. But I, I picked up Kellogg's Loops one, and that, that one has uh, Mystic Remora, which has never seen a reprint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that's the, the first, first time foil, it's foil, right? First yeah. foil reprint. Retreat to Coral Helm, which is garbage. Uh, a Bur- card, right? Burgeoning, which is a big card in EDH. And uh, Utopia Sprawl, which is uh, probably can use a reprint. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's just like, it's he's playing Modern 2 in the Ponza yeah. decks. So. Yeah, uh, Enchantress. It does play, play Enchantress, yeah. Uh, I have a question for you that this was a debate that was going on. How do you feel about what kind of tokens should be allowed in tabletop magic? Everybody knows that dice suck. Shouldn't be using dice. You should not be using dice. There's an ongoing discussion about what kind of are tokens from uh, other IPs reasonable. I bring this up. Okay, so stop using Pokemon energy things. I hate it. so, So, okay, so you and I are at odds here. I use... Yu-Gi-Oh cards for my angel tokens off my Entreat the Angels. If you've ever seen me play on 90s MTG, if I yeah. cast an Entreat the Angels, you will see me span several Honests. Honest is right, a Yu-Gi-Oh right. card. All right, but let I, me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Wait, you, I, I, you I, go I, I, on, I, tell them why. I'm going to be right back. I, 
I, I think the argument as to why people don't like or like don't want tokens, I think that tokens are a really nice way to be able to ex to customize your deck and express yourself. So I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. It's been a very long time. I played as a kid, but I remember that when I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh, eventually when I graduated to Magic, I graduated to Magic once I had a, enough understanding of how game design works to recognize that Yu-Gi-Oh sucks yeah. and then sure. realize how good Magic is. Yeah. But I, I graduated when I was younger to, to that step. Like I played Yu-Gi-Oh and then I- Well, you, uh, I mean, you, you cosplay every year as, um, as the, uh, uh, what's it called? As Joey, right? Yug, hey Yug. Yeah, that's me. I, I, I'm, I, I always, I always show up and just, you know, I act like an idiot. I play, I, I always take the worst line and then I'm rewarded somehow. Yeah, somehow. Um, somehow I always fail upwards. You cosplay as you, uh, as you, as Joey at every, uh, every Magic Gathering event. Yes, <laughs> every single time. I'm always wearing my green trench coat and I'm always doing really epic dabs. Yeah. Anyway. The, 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 the reason that I use Yu-Gi-Oh tokens, besides the fact that like they are different, they're, they're different size from magic cards. So mm -hmm. like having a different size thing is just easier as like a separator in my easy box. So it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's easy in that regard. The other reason that I do it though, is an homage to my history of playing cards my whole life. As a okay. kid, I played Yu-Gi-Oh and I graduated from it. There's more value beyond, it just looks good to me where I think to myself when I see somebody play a Pokemon card that we all we both understand, as long as the card has some kind of tangential connection It's fine, to, but I still hate it. <laughs> you know, so here's an example. There's a, there's, there's a guy who plays a, a, at the shop, the local that I play at every week, his name's Eddie the Intern, and he always plays Urza Saga, and he uses like Magna, Magneton Pokemon cards to represent his constructs. Okay. Now, that is that like that is tangentially close enough to what a construct is that it's like okay I can see how you're making this distinction that this is a construct and you're making a construct token. It's similar to why I use honest in Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Honest is literally an angel, so when I make a bunch of angels, it still looks like an angel. So, so there's, Phil, there's effort I, as and thought behind as it. I, but it's as much as I value. hate it, I have a confession. That I I got another confession to make make right. make your confess now is the time right. to confess so we got we got right here we got the pilot right i'm looking at it i see the pilot pretty nice pretty it's shiny a pilot token but you know it's what's better token. than a pilot token a rebel pilot token you know this what's better than that about. an imperial pilot token see now we're talking see you get now, it so you're now, on my side now what if, you, you were, now what you if were you arguing but you're with it what if you're you want to make a doctor x-wing bang Easy, yeah bro. no i i you get it look look i hate I hate Pokemon. It's really what it comes down to. Fire yeah. me. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't like it. It makes me mad. I just feel like they're just ripping off little kids making the same game over and over again for Nintendo. And they're not making my Zelda games. And I'm mad because I want more Bro. Zelda games. Bro, everything that you just said about them ripping <laughs> off little kids, when it comes to magic, we are those little kids. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, look, they, they just I'm make more sure powerful cards that we have a, to buy to play. There is a compete, guy out so. there playing D and D that's mad about mad about Magic the Gathering because we're the we're the little kids that are getting ripped off by Magic. I know, but, bro. But I love a dead card game, man. And I, I assume I guess Pokemon is probably not a dead card game. Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon's still very live. Very live. Is Yu-Gi-Oh! still alive too? No, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! still has a lot of play. I mean, it's still very popular. They they yeah. they are still going off, but. My my rule is dead card games. You can only use stuff from dead card games, Phil. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is dead to me in that I'm never gonna play it again, right? <laughs> so like that, there's that. You're done. I, 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 you're trash. I, I, I'm taking the firm stance that I'm totally on the side of. As long as your tokens 
are uh, some Look, type of as long as they that are signal they are, attacking. Yes, as long as I can tell that it is upright or tapped, right? We're, we're good, honestly. Done. That's, and, and that's the and, eternal dirtle stance. And uh, and no weirdo naked card things, man. Yeah, that's yeah gross. get that get that weird Stop anime. Weird. You know, don't be weird about no, it. No, 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 don't don't do that. Stop being that's weird not about okay. it. Okay, we're not that, we're not shaming you. That is as old Just don't as, be weird about it. as I have been playing Magic. By the way, did I ever tell you about the first time I went to a Pro Tour qualifier? Tell I was like so fifteen, so this was like Mirage. Somebody whipped out the hentai on you, and you're dude. Your no, purse. no, way worse than that, dude. Uh, this guy, like, and I was like zero oh, and seven. You know, like just playing it out, like, ooh, I might get top eight, you know, like right. just losing constantly. Bro, so you can get there two and seven. Don't 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 this, don't let anybody take the dream away from you. This dude had his like lucky cards that were in like, you know, his uh his his top loaders, you know, like just had right. you know yeah. top loaders, you know, that were all in front of him, like between yeah. me and him. And it was like crystal rod, and it was just like a picture of a dong that he like cut out of a magazine. What are you doing, how, how guy that, who's like 25 yeah. and i'm like 15 get out of here with that like get it no out of here. no that guy gotta go he gotta go yeah. a, he had like a cursed rack and it was just boobs that he yeah, like cut out, out of a here. magazine that's ridiculous stop get doing that stuff stop get doing the, the the titty anime thing that's also not okay not it do that with your friends at home and your commander group where everybody knows each other and you can tell a joke Damn like it. that and no, no no one cares i don't care but when you go out in public that's that's not okay rebel pilot that's cool. Weird, like, anime thing that's going to make people uncomfortable. Don't do that. And I yeah, like anime. About, I'm a big think fan. Think about the people around you. Think about yeah, other people's think, experience think about, around you. And not just the guy that's across from you where you're like, oh, I asked him. He said it's fine. And, like, somebody, two, pe- two people yeah. down is like, there's a five-year-old playing uh, playing Legacy Elves or something. And uh, that, that kid's got to deal with it. Come on. Come, come on. on. No. All right. Well, now that we got the anime titty goth section out of the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to cut? I, I, I just wanted to talk about Teferi Narset egregiousness with the cat and how we just need to refocus that conversation. Otherwise, I'm just continuing to work on miracles. I'm going to be at the Legacy Pit Open in October. Nice. Uh, I will terminus your board, so be prepared. Know that you will have to navigate around a counterbalance if you sit across the table from me. So but where and when is the Legacy Pit? Legacy Pit's in Richmond. It's on October 1st. It will be a large tournament that will have a championship title belt as the reward nice. for winning said tournament. And against my better judgment, I'm going to play the deck that I enjoy, despite it probably not being as good as just slamming War of the Spark Splinter Twins. Cards. I'm still on the fence about going. I'd really like to, but uh, you know you know how it is. Yeah, bro, I know how it is, but just think it about do, the new Berserks that you're going to get to play in your Impact deck. It do be like that sometimes. It do be like uh, that. Also, yeah, I, know you got, I know you got. I know you got eight cast, and eight cast is one of the top decks. So yeah, I do have right. eight cast. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty psyched about. You know, like yeah. if I go, I'll probably play eight cast. And people are like the the eight cast decks continue to get more and more streamlined. Even like if you look at Manguchi's list that he won a big tournament in Europe with recently, where you know he cut the retrofit or foundry from the main. You know, he was just like, nope, the the cleanest possible. I, uh, I agree. I, I agree with that. At the end of the day, I agree with that. as long as he as long as he converted his retrofitter foundry into currency converters, into converters. There's also painter versions of the deck. So there's a sure. couple of versions of the deck that have eschewed yeah, yeah. chalice for painter just to have an I win button. Yeah, you can uh, build into their deck, which is also totally fine. It means too that you get to free up some space. So you know how like in the classic eight cast uh, builds that Psy is really like the hey is like one of your big payoffs. And so you're maxing out on Psy. Uh, the painter version is a little bit lower to the ground. They eschew chalice, but they also eschew a bunch of the size 
because the whole point of your deck is just to assemble the painter combo. Yeah, you and do, you incidentally the have the back door of uh, Urza Saga. So yeah, and not to mention like you know you can you can crack in with Kappa Cannoneer later on, right? Yeah, crack them in there. I think that's it for the most part. This is a shorter episode. We'll have more to talk about in the in the, in the coming days as more announcements happen. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check out Moxfield. That's that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Have a good day. And get your make sure that you uh, you know sleeve up your Pokemon cards to use this token. Give me a goddamn hell yeah. It's Forza Philip on the track, and we got a special treat today featuring on the track with me is my man, me the captain. Me the captain, what it do? So you see, we've been getting done dirty by Rite of Flame as of late, so we figured it's time we done did it dirty back. Let's go. When we light up the stage, it's right of flame you be casting. We were dumb and naive to think the worst that could happen was a couple sloppy goblins bombarding the red zone like hard. And after we guzzled the dozen donuts, cardiac problem. How's a diet dog ritual gonna help you cash in? If cheapies taught us one thing, this ain't weight watches the gathering. Fully flavored, fully loaded, sauce it up, get messy. Slather up the graveyard, make it sweet, stick it zesty. What me the game, right of flame, plays for keeps. Watsy be on fire with their band hammer streak. Adding right of flame to the pyre is nonsense, but this is right of fire design. So banning good conscience, cast one, double up, hat trick, flexing quad, single mana, seething songs like my angels, bless the top. Right of flame's dominant regardless of meta. The way culture wars the GOP's agenda. It don't apologize for not paying taxes. It doubles down and repeals the ban alliance and practice. Always lucky, never punished. That's what stone pilots do. Mile high club is screwing you too. Petals with right of flame is blasphemous. The game shouldn't be environmentally hazardous. The carpet of flowers already fill in the holes, except not if the islands are plains or mountains. Unless they're dyslexic This ain't 2012, it's 2021 and it's hectic Every card's got 10 yards of text like the scripture Right of flame taints the game's image, big picture It's While we quarantine in the midst of pandemic It's tough to send pizza or post signs at your entrance You could be our heroes by boosting morale Just ban right of flame like wishing for a card in exile Oh no Oh don't, oh, don't do that actually Cause you'll get DQ'd But you could stop global warming and save these fucking dolphins if you just ban Rite of Flame. Ban Rite of Flame, save the dolphins. Hashtag ban Rite of Flame. Hashtag save the dolphins. Let's go.